0: Hello, hello. Welcome to, I don't know if this is going to be my first official episode, because I recorded a few before, but then I decided I didn't really like them, and I said, um, way too much. So, who knows, but this might be the first episode, might be the second, might be the third. But today I'm going to be talking about the topic, smoke and mirrors. So, actually, just this morning, I went to get my hair cut, Check it out if you're watching the video. You can see. Please tell me you like it. It's my new haircut. Um, kind of like shaggy vibes in the front. I don't know. I I feel like it would be good as it's getting warmer. I'm trying to manifest summer a little faster. Because up here in Montreal, it's actually so depressing in the winter. But... Um, oh, also I'm headed to Miami in like a week. So hopefully some of my blonde highlights naturally will come out. So yeah, shaggy vibe. Anyways, totally off topic. But... This morning, I went to go get my hair cut. I go to this really cool place in Montreal that I love. Such a cool vibe. And there's this one, like, hairstylist I always go to. Um, I've only been a few times because I've only got my hair cut here a few times. But I just think he's, like, the coolest person. He has Not to, like, give it away too much. And, like, there's no way he's listening to this. But still, don't want to... I don't know. I don't want to name drop anyone. But... He has like the coolest tattoos, the coolest vibe, just like a really cool life. Um, I love his style, um, love his social media, all of that. And so I always look forward to going and get my hair cut by him. And then today, I don't know, I think it was I didn't have time to get coffee or I did. Ha- I only I had like a Cortado, but like right before I got there. So it hadn't really kicked in, but I was just like not in like the most chipper mood getting my hair cut and we weren't really talking that much he asked me like what i had planned for the weekend but then besides that he just started like talking to the other barbers or hairstylists and it's so funny because i feel like i kind of put him on such a pedestal like i love his vibe so much and like i think i conjure like images of what i think of him and like how cool he is in my head and he was talking about like gaming with his friends that night and then just like the little like they're just having like they're just shooting the shit they were just having good little conversation but be- between them talking about different burgers like five guys like different burgers that like they had in LA and like burgers in Europe but like I don't know just something about how like bro they were talking I was like wait a minute this doesn't really match up with the idea I've made of him in my head like this dude like, not that it was even, like, a a weird thing they were talking about, or it was, it was, like, so normal, but it's just that I made up such this, like, image of him in my head that he was just, like, the coolest person, and, like, just spending some time around him, I was like, oh, wait, like, okay, no, he's, like, a real human being, and I actually don't know that much about him, and, wow, I really just made, like, a whole personality for him in my head, just because I liked his vibe. I've seen it on Instagram and the few times I've met him. So yeah, that kind of, that has been like a really recent today incarnation of this topic. But smoke and mirrors. Um, So this is like a little intro I had actually planned for this episode was think about that really cool person. The one you don't know too much about but leaves you craving to know more about them or to be friends with them or to be with them. Maybe even be them. I don't know. They have this feeling of magic and there's like this little allure, even though you might have some trepidation, perhaps maybe, you know, they're, they're not, I think that's part of the allure that they're not exactly like you. And you're like kind of scared by that, but it's really intriguing. They're mysterious and they seem to kind of float through life in some ways, or at least it's different enough that it doesn't feel like your lived experience. And it's not disconnected from reality per se, but just in a different way from what you've seen before. And you don't know how they do it. And that is kind of what I think of when I think of smoke and mirrors. So I also went ahead and looked at some definitions. I want to make sure that what I thought about it kind of matched up with what maybe you guys think, what the internet thinks, all that. And Webster's Dictionary defines it as something intended to disguise or draw attention away from an often embarrassing or unpleasant issue. Which... I like that definition. It's okay. But the one I really liked was from Collins Dictionary, which is smoke and mirrors as something that distorts or blurs facts, figures, etc., like a magic or conjuring trick. And then in like little like semicolon, artful deception, which I really liked artful deception as the descriptor for smoke and mirrors. Like that really resonates with what I how I think about it, I think. Um, so, yeah hopefully we'll be able to talk about it a bit and uncover exactly what smoke and mirrors is and how it shows up and how we kind of implement the concept in our lives how we can navigate this concept when looking at other people um and all of that so why is smoke and mirror so appealing i think this like mysteriousness this like intrigue is so like magnetic is because daily life can just be so drab and like harsh and sobering and I think having this sense of kind of being above that experience or I don't know just a different vibe kind of allows you to subvert some of the more negative parts of the human experience in a sense or at least not portray those parts. It feels like they're living on a different plane of reality than you if someone is artfully deceptive. Some examples of this is just like what I was saying before with my hairstylist. not that he even employed smoke and mirrors but it's more something that I think it's both on, like, the the end of the receiver and the person who you perceive. So it's like, I don't think he necessarily was trying to give smoke and mirrors, but in the way he presented his appearance and the way I took it, there was a lot of mystery, a lot of unknown. And with that, I kind of made this whole idea of him. So yeah, that I just watched this Netflix series, or I just started this Netflix series, "Inventing Anna," which is about Anna Delvey, who is this socialite or fake socialite who infiltrated like the New York scene back, I think, in like 2014 to like 2018 or something. Um, You probably heard about her; she's she was all over the news, and the Netflix show is pretty popular. But um, yeah, she actually came from nothing and she kind of scammed her way into being friends with all these really high profile people getting integrated in the whole New York society scene fashion week all of that Um, which I think is a perfect showcase of smoke and mirrors not just in the way that she was able to like put on these airs to be accepted in that but I think that whole like scene as a whole like society high society that itself too is very smoky mirrors social media you see this a lot i think that's just kind of the nature of social media is you're putting out just like an image of yourself you know one that you're curating without that much information i think that really allows this deception to just like blossom the club and nightlife scene is another thing where i see smoky mirrors employed a lot because I and mean, when you think about it you're going to like not a strip mall but you're going to like some random building if you go there in broad daylight like it doesn't feel like anything special why are people spending all this money on covers why are you spending like potentially hundreds of dollars on bottle service why are you standing in line for like dozens of minutes or hours to get in when it's literally just a building with music and lights but that's the thing it's they add all this like hype add all of these like physical markers of like kind of mysterious sexiness so you have like all like the lights you have like just the atmosphere like everything is curated to make it feel more special than like perhaps just all like the parts like okay you have some music you have i don't know a limited guest list you have booze you have hot people, like I don't know, like yeah, those are all like aspects of it, but to come together at the end of the day, it's just people in a room dancing together, you know what I mean, so it's like they have to employ this kind of like intrigue, this mystery, this hype to make it make people pay this much to make people have the effort to go out here um, and then also just a lot of people I've met honestly here. People I've talked to, people I've become friends with, it's interesting. It's, again, I'm not saying it's like on like their fault, perhaps, or it's not something they intentionally tried to do is employ smoke and mirrors. But when you only get a part of someone's presentation, you kind of fill in the other stuff. And that's happened with a lot of the people I've met. That I think they're a certain way or I've built them up in my mind a certain way or they presented themselves in a certain way. And then the more you learn about them, the more you're like, oh, like you have like it's you're not some not superhuman, but you're like a normal human being because I mean, everyone is. So it's kind of just a matter of time before you realize that. But yeah, that's something definitely as I've met a lot more people in college and a lot more different kinds of people that at first can seem really exciting and new like it takes a minute before you're able to kind of see them for like the truth and maybe not just like your unrealistic expectations so in that same sense celebrities celebrities do this of course i mean yeah anytime you have hype anytime you have appearance presentation all of that i think smoke and mirrors is at play because again they're just humans and lastly the last example i thought about was brands brands do this when we're trying to get sold something marketing all of that really employs smoke and mirrors there's trying to create an aesthetic a vibe a feeling like they're trying to sell their product um, to have you be a part of the brand In a way that you're... Most of the time you're just buying like a physical thing. Like you're just actually buying like a sweatshirt. You know? So they need to employ all these other tactics of like... People who wear them. Like, oh, this celebrity is like an ambassador for our brand. Or... I don't know. Just all of that. Like that certain vibe. Getting like a... Like a cult mentality surrounding something. You have to employ smoke and mirrors. Because there's just no other way. You're gonna get people to... If you look... If you make just a rational decision people are going to get like non-name brands you know what i mean just for like value for money but the way so much of like capitalism works is to like add this hype add the smoke and mirrors to sell your product so i guess the question with all this is how much of life personal presentations coolness sexiness appearances mystery and vibes are just a facade And honestly, after doing my research, my my thought, and I'm gonna go into thinking about this more, but I think a lot of it is. I think I think it's almost universally present in all of those things, in your personal presentation, in coolness, in appearances, in vibes, and all of that smoke and mirrors is at play. Now, is that mean it's illegitimate or it's false? No, I don't think so. But I think it's almost always at play anytime someone or something is trying to construct an appearance. So going a little bit more into depth, what makes smoke and mirrors like as a concept, what contributes to this idea? Um, And yeah, first of all, I think it's having that presentation, that curation of appearing a certain way. So, I think it's obviously easier to do on social media because you're able, it's just a filter that you're able to only portray like what you really want. You know, you can really choose what you want to put across. And I think you can do that in person as well. So with like fashion per se, it's just one avenue people see, and then they will jump to conclusions or fill in your story based on that when you just see something or you just talk to someone briefly you're able to truly really choose what you say choose how you present yourself and create an air for you that might not necessarily be who you actually are or what that brand actually is or what you're buying actually is I think another thing that contributes to smoke and mirrors like a like a key little like pointer out or like if you like see this someone who just in conversation cuz it can be appearance I think a lot of it is appearance based and very like visual and like just that whole vibe but I also think it can be you can still have this air of smoke and mirrors even when you get to talking with someone so like for conversation for example if someone always brings up like the really high moments of like trips they've been on, they're always telling stories from where they've been or name dropping people they met or like saying they're like friends with all these people that like you mutually know, like not that that is just a blanket statement, smoke and mirrors, but I think focusing on these like little high moments to like construct an image I think that's very indicative of employing smoke and mirrors. You're putting out these very specific kind of high cachet parts of your life or personality or experience and using that to kind of bolster your image. I think the second thing besides like the curation of how you're perceived in appearance is you need a lack of information for smoke and mirrors i think this is absolutely crucial because that's where like this like mysterious air comes in right when you only have a limited amount of information that is curated as in like the first point Mm -hmm. then it's up to whoever is meeting you or whoever is like perceiving you to fill in all the gaps with their like idealistic view of you i think this lack of information is so important because the more you learn about someone the more you realize about they're just like humanity like their flaws their hardships their challenges like all the just the stuff that everyone has but i think when you don't have that information it's so easy to idolize someone or something a lot more so yeah i think that's what really drives this allure This mystery and this not knowing, and it gives it that like special, magical, like elusive or exclusive air. And now, why is Smoke and Mirrors attractive? I know I kind of covered it a little bit, just like touching it briefly at the beginning of this episode, but I think it's so, like, I think we're drawn to this because. It kind of distorts the regular confines of life in a sense. Like it takes away a lot of like the more like reality and like grittiness of being alive. Like a lot of like the more like the things people rather keep hidden, the things that are more uncomfortable, that are not as idealistic or not as like admirable per se. It kind of leaves that out. And you just put in, like, these little high moments. You just put in how you want to be perceived. You just put in, like, all of, like, the coolest factors of yourself. And so then this creates the illusion that you as a person or your brand or whatever we're talking about smoking Mirrors for, it creates the illusion that it's kind of above, like, the normal lived experience. So then that kind of creates ideas like, oh, like how how are they above this experience? Are they just better? Like it kind of draws then on like that idea of like enoughness, I think, within people. Like it pulls out these insecurities of the person who's perceiving the smoke and mirrors. And I think that's why your brain is so good at like filling in the blanks to be like super idealistic, because you're like, oh wait is this person just have it all figured out? Does this person just not have the issues I have? Is this person just really cool? So you're kind of like, it just plays on like your own, I guess, like psychological like vulnerabilities and like insecurities to like, like maximize your view of this person while like kind of comparing it to yourself. So it creates this really weird dynamic, this really interesting dynamic. Um, And, yeah, I think just not knowing that much about people and only knowing the good stuff, obviously, you think of them as cool, as, like, sexy, as novel, like, new. You Like, there's so much you, like, want to understand them. It's, like, pulls out this desire to, like, understand them. Like, I think we all fundamentally want to understand other people, and it really, like, plays on that. And yeah, again, just fills in gaps with our idealism. I've like I'm reading these notes from what I wrote down, but as I'm talking, I'm just like kind of skipping forward. I've noticed because I don't know, I just it all flows so naturally. Maybe maybe I don't need as many notes, or maybe I do. I don't know. You should let me know because I still have no idea what I'm doing. So now that we've kind of decide defined what smoke and mirrors is and. How it kinda of plays on our emotions. Now I want to talk about like the merits of it, just in general. Like, is it objectively good or bad? I don't think it's either. I don't think I think it's one of those things that it's all about how you use it. It's just a concept, it's just a tool. Smoke and mirrors is at play in so many aspects of life. I think everyone employs smoke and mirrors to an extent. Um But I think it's all about how you use it. I think on the more negative side, smoke and mirrors can signify kind of an avoidance or like a lack of vulnerability, like just sticking on the high points and not giving that much information. It kind of prevents you from letting yourself be fully seen or from letting other people see you. It prevents a lot of like really deep and like real connection um and i don't ultimately i think that is something that's really important i think if you want to feel comfortable with yourself you want to feel comfortable with other people if you want like connection is just the basis i think of why we're here in so many ways so obviously this can go against that so i don't think it's something where you can either have this mysteriousness cool smoke and mirrors or vulnerability but i think If you veer too much into this trying to put on like these airs, that can decrease the amount of vulnerability you're able to share and how close you can actually get to people. And then also on the negative side, I think when smoke and mirrors, when putting up this appearance veers into actually misleading people, into getting people to believe things about you, or to portray in a certain way that is false i think that's downright deceptive and i don't think that's okay i don't think i think that is where it crosses the line into manipulation and is just not not a cool way to be um so i think if you kind of use it in like this line of employing it almost more as like a bit of a costume about just like How just just presenting yourself rather than trying to manipulate people I think that's between being toxic about it or you know using it as a tool so yeah obviously if you're shit up lying or leaving out critical information especially if you're employing this with someone you're like in a relationship with or a friend or whatever I think that is a line i think this is something that is fun for social media maybe fun for going out fun for people you just met but anyone you want to be close to i think you have to cut the smoke and mirrors at a certain point point. and again it can't be your it can't be your whole personality you have to also have the vulnerability you have to have the deepness because if not then you're living in just like a, a shadow then i feel like you kind of start to lose your own sense of self if it's all about portraying and creating an image then it's like okay then what who are you actually so i think you need to have a clear distinction of who you are and being true to yourself and then you can use this as a fun tool but you need to have that depth in that sense of self And then, so yeah, on the more positive side of utilizing this concept is I think there's something really cool about being able to, like, disconnect from the, like, really intense reality or, like, just, like, the hard, cold, boring logicalness of the world sometimes. I think being able to draw on this more, like, fantastical, this more emotional interesting side of things is a really cool thing like i think it could be a fun like costume to kind of play around with i think it can help you create your image it can help you portray how you want to be portrayed it can help you become the person you want to become and attract people like that I think it adds excitement, it adds mystery, it adds intrigue, and it's almost it can be like an art form, like choosing how you want to portray yourself or like a coping strategy just with life in general, like just choosing how you want to be and having that kind of autonomy. I think that can be really powerful and empowering. So, I think it really can be a great thing and I think it can create these feelings these vibes that just like cold objective truth and hard cold facts just can't you know like going to the club that's fun you know meeting someone getting to know them not really knowing them but like that can all be really fun and really enriching and like a really cool part of life And on a more, like, personal mode, it's something I think I really admire. I think I'm, like, really drawn to smoking Mirrors, which is interesting because as a person, I feel like I've done so much work on, like, being more vulnerable, more open, more honest. Like, I think that's really important to me. That's, like, how I stay grounded to myself and to other people. That's how I feel, like, connected. But with that, then it's, like, kind of like this other side, this, this other extreme of, mystery and coolness like I'm drawn to that maybe it's kind of anxious I do think it's a little bit of like an anxious attachment thing where I'm like wait okay have people actually figured out how to like float in life you know like am I have they figured out something I haven't like are they cooler than I'm not like I think it is partly I'm just like always anxious and always wanting to like I don't know That's a whole nother side subject, but it's something that I do admire and I think is cool. And it's something I'm drawn to. And at the same time, I'm kind of afraid of it because I do value vulnerability and authenticity so much, especially in my close relationships. Like that's something I've learned that like, I need that. But again, it's like opposites attract. Like it is something interesting where I do find myself being drawn to this excitement and yeah i think it just there's this weird dichotomy between the excitement of smoke and mirrors the intrigue and then the real the reliability and like the connection of vulnerability so it's like these i think they're kind of almost like on like the opposite sides of the spectrum and i think it's fun to like switch between them because i think i mean they're both parts of the human experience um but I think it's essential to have both and be able to switch between them and not let it get in the way of deep connection. and Yeah. Another little thing. Let me actually, let me get, I need a sip of my coffee really quick. I've been drinking my bayetti bayetti, Baileri, Mocha Pot, the Lavazza Gusto, Crema e Gusto, I think. I know I just butchered that. But it's actually so good. It's I got I actually got two coffees today. A cortado, and then I later stopped and got an oat milk latte. And this, I just have the the mocha pot coffee with a little bit of oat milk. This is better than both of those. I hate to say it. Oh, it's cold. That's nice. Okay. So another thing with smoke and mirrors I was thinking about is is it the opposite of imposter syndrome? I know that's kind of like a weird, wild, confusing statement just to say. But... So if imposter syndrome is thinking that you... Are... Kind of like deceiving people. Um, is like employing smoke and mirrors. In like an intentional way. Is that the opposite of... Im- is that like kind of owning your imposter syndrome in a way? Like... Knowing, okay, these are all just kind of illusions anyways. Like, even if I don't feel like this is, like, objective reality of me, like, I know I can portray a certain image. And by, like, actively, like, intentionally choosing to do that, can that be an anecdote to kind of coming over imposter syndrome? Like, again, just treating treating your appearance, treating your projections out into the world as, like, a tool and something to play with. I don't know. That's – I honestly – I don't know about that. So that's just something that I want to put out there because I thought that was really interesting. And my hunch is, is that – I mean, they're just not super – both imposter syndrome and smoke and mirrors are just not super defined things. Like, they're just – I think people who – Do employ smoke and mirrors, especially if they're not like intentional or like choosing to do it. But that's just kind of like how they've adapted is to kind of put up these airs. I do think that they you can feel imposter syndrome while doing it, but I think if you kind of own it in a way that could that could help, that could help reduce those feelings of imposter syndrome because you're like, oh, like these are all just. Like the vibe I put out is a subjective thing I can control, so it doesn't. It doesn't like it doesn't actually mean all that much. So yeah, just knowing about kind of now that we've talked about the merits of it, about what is it, how is apost uh, how is um smoke and mirrors like created and achieved as a concept? I think now it's like. How can we use this to our advantage? And I think that we can act, we can add some excitement, coolness, and mystery to ourselves in our image by choosing to employ smoke mirrors to a certain extent, of course, while staying true to yourself. And I think something for me has been really good as I've kind of come to these, like, realizations is you can kind of take people off a pedestal a bit because not like when you realize that the more you spend time with someone regardless who they are regardless of how cool you think they are the more you spend time of them how much you realize your perceptions of like their like perfection or their like admirability a lot of that is an illusion and not that they can still be great people but a lot of that is built up in your own head so the more you spend time with someone the more you realize that they're human and they're imperfect and they still can be really cool, but they're also human, and they'll have flaws as well. I think keeping that in mind and like just having that perspective like refreshed in your mind can really help you be less like anxious around people and just feel a little bit more like at ease with yourself and with others and just have a more realistic view of like the world in general. I think using smoke and mirrors can give you the confidence to go after what you want. And I think knowing that this is something people employ, you realize that there are no rules and you can pick something you admire. You can pick an appearance you admire. You can pick a vibe you want to portray and you can pursue it and like make it your own. And you can play around with it almost just like knowing that these things aren't fixed. These aren't necessarily just like inherent traits to people it gives you some leeway to like just choose how you want to be in the world. So again, it like adds to that like empowerment and autonomy kind of vibe. Well, wow, I've used vibe so much. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, my next note also has the word vibe in it. But Yeah, you can let your vibe develop a bit more freely as well by knowing that you kind of have this choice you can realize that there isn't necessarily anything to achieve. Like if you think of a vibe and appearance as costumes you can play around with and somewhat of illusions, I think it allows you to take the pressure off of, Oh, you need to be a certain way because you can play around with all these things. You can realize that other people's vibes are also not always indicative of who they are as like a human being just how they're currently presenting themselves and I think that kind of takes a pressure off that you need to be a certain way you know like you can play around and like let let like your sense of self and aesthetic just kind of develop a little more naturally because you get to play around with it I don't know if that makes sense but that's been a big that's been a big thing for me is it just takes off the pressure that oh, there is like a certain right way to be because it's all kind of an illusion. It just takes the pressure off. I don't know. And yeah, I just wrote this, but I don't know why I put this here, but it's I think it's worth being said. I think it kind of sums up a lot of what we talked about before, but whatever you feel like you lack or tend to like hyper-focus on, is what you tend to like romanticize about other people what you tend to really admire in other people and i think reframing people and things into reality is not only helpful to manage expectations of other people's and yourself but also to make it feel more achievable and give yourself more power to be who you want to be And my last little subsection for this is I probably could have said this before, but you know what? We're still, we're still getting the ropes of podcasting, but why does imposter syndrome work? I think it works because nobody gives you permission to be a certain way or to be enough to be categorized or appear as a part of a certain group. Like there is no getting permission. There is no reaching a threshold to have that be like allowed to be your vibe or have that allowed to be your appearance. Like these are all just illusions and things we're creating. So it kind of plays into the idea that like the quote, I'm sure you've heard that nobody really cares. Nobody really cares about what you're doing all that much. And that's both devastating. Cause like, what the fuck? Like you should care about me obviously, but it's also really freeing as you realize that, Oh wait, Most of these rules in my mind that you think about for, oh, some people are just cooler than me. Some people are just have a better vibe. You realize that they're all just illusions and they're all just subjective made up things and you can go and proclaim that as yours and lean into that if you want. And there's literally nothing stopping you. And it also works because when you think of someone a certain way, again, the vast majority is your imagination filling in those gaps. So the less you know, the easier it is to fill in those gaps. Gas. Gaps? Gaps. Wow. The less you know, the easier it is to fill in the gaps. And this can lead to the overestimation of people and just unrealistic expectations. And that is what reinforces smoke and mirrors, which can suck, you know? It can make you feel really shitty if you think someone is, like, you put someone on a pedestal. But I think then knowing that, knowing that's what's happening, again, it allows you to take them off the pedestal and employ it for yourself in a bit and just get a more realistic view of the world. And lastly, this is this is a part I really like. I See, all this stuff, I just like, I love the nuance it brings into like being human. I just, I love it because it's also true. Like this world is absurd. People are absurd. Our socialization is absurd. Our society is absurd. It's all constructed. You know what I mean? Like, It just kind of like helps you like re realize that point that like this is all created and like you actually have the freedom to do what you want, but people are not static. They are constantly changing. Nobody is above being human, being bored, experiencing negative emotions, positive emotions, dealing with the realities of life and also dealing, also getting moments in life where they feel really joyous and on top of the world. And they're just all, these are all just like subjective feelings And we can manipulate our presentation of what other people see of us while we're experiencing all these different human emotions, but everyone's experiencing it. So again, like, you can curate your vibe and other people are curating the vibe. They absolutely are. But you can rest assured that everyone's experiencing all of the human experiences. And you're only seeing a fraction. So... Essentially, as a takeaway to all of this, is just being aware of smoke and mirrors as a concept that many things are just an illusion. They're just a subjective presentation. Allows you to not only take people down off of their pedestals to get a more realistic view of the world, but it also allows you to use those same concepts to build yourself up a bit and to participate in the world and society as you want to. So I think it's ultimately just like a really empowering and at least for me it's been a really empowering and like freeing thing is to realize just how subjective all these concepts are. And it can add a lot of it can add a lot of fun to life. A lot of interest, a lot of mystery and yeah, that's all I got. I hope this ep- you guys like this episode. Um I realized in the beginning I didn't say the podcast name, but this podcast is that's an interesting amount of thoughts. And my name is Devin Hoff is I did not say that either um, you can find more episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that podcasts are found. Please rate it five stars. I would so appreciate that. Um, share it with people you know. All this stuff you've heard a thousand times before, but, like, actually, that would mean the world to me. And, yeah, tune in for next time, and thanks for, thanks for hanging out with me.